0: Hey friends, welcome to the People Priority Podcast, where we dig into topics that help you show up as your best self for you and your circle of influence. I'm your host, Julie Schneers, a teacher turned speaker, team culture consultant, and leadership growth coach who loves people. Join me here every week for conversations that will motivate, educate, and hopefully just inspire you to grow through the power of communication, connection, and confidence because you and your people, you're worth it. It's another year, 2024. Happy New Year. And today's drop is extra special because it is part two of Zachary Sutterfield. Near and dear to my heart, if you did not hear Part one, back it up because you don't want to miss a little bit of his story and uh, the journey that he is embarking on. But today he's going to share a little bit more, uh, not only about his journey, but about how we can all take beautiful notes in stepping forward in a positive way in 2024. Zach, thanks for coming back on.
1: Absolutely. I'm so stoked to be here. This is wonderful. I love it. <laughs>
0: Okay. So last time we kind of heard the story of July, 2018 and the fire and the tough parts of being at Brooke army medical center. And you're almost 70% third degree burns, all of the pieces that led you to a life that you had to learn to live differently. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where would you like to start today? Because today I look at a confident, positive just feeds my heart and soul every time I talk to him, human being, and you've been through something that very few people in the entire world understand, so I would love to hear how you step forward so positively despite the cards that you've been dealt.
1: Sure, um I think it being a new year, I think it's important that you know a lot of people are making those new year new mes and so I'd, you know. With the with, you know, the, the nuggets of wisdom that I have, I'd say um, I think it's super important that whatever we decide to do, that we walk with grace, walk with humility and then, you know, find what what we're passionate about, what moves us. Right. I think that, you know, it's the new year, um, finding what you're passionate about and what you can give your heart and what um, makes you your heart pitter patter. I think that's important to find. So to anyone listening. Find your thing, find your group, find your community. And uh, yeah, just fall in love with living again.
0: I love that. And I know that your journey of falling in love with living again was challenging. And you talk a lot about community. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about the community that helped you get here.
1: Oh, where do I start? You know, um, San Angelo is is a great place uh, to start. The people here really um, stepped up when we needed them. Um, namely, you know, Miss Julie Schneers.
0: Well She stepped
1: up think. in great ways for my family. Um, really took good care of us. You know, there's, um, B Theater, which I was never a part of, but they stepped up and really took care of my family. And then just the San Angelo natives who have prayed for us and, 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 and sent cards and well wishes. And, um, I love to tell people that, you know, and it's another quote. I'm a quote guy, right? Um, that nothing is built alone. There is no chapel that stands, there is no cathedral that sings there is no house or church that is built alone. Everything takes everyone, right. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, community is so important with all that we do. and I'm very, very grateful to my community to have given you know my family so much love and prayers and helping us to where we are today.
0: Wow. You feed and you pour into people, uh, incredibly well now too. So I hope, I hope you know how grateful your community is to you as well. I appreciate that. I I, hope so. I I think it's important to know that who you surround yourself with and that community is important. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've had some incredible people though, that stood in your corner.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, from, you yourself standing in our corner and being, you know, I love to tell people that at the hospital, you know, it was only family only. So um, Julie Schneers quickly became uh, uh, Julie Sutterfield and my dad's sister and my mom's sister. You know, they don't, they're not going to. We don't have to tell them about that part. But yeah, I you know did become, <laughs> you did become family, and so many people in this town became family to us.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll still um, call your uncle my brother to anybody that's willing to care. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so community helped you step forward when you struggled on your mm-hmm. own, right? And we all have been in a space where we needed somebody to help hold us up. So mm-hmm. I I think it's beautiful that you recognize that there are people that just help hold you up, but what else? What else has helped bring you into this realm that you're in so positively and beautifully?
1: I think um, I realized very early on that, um, you know, how lucky am I? Mm. I'm alive. I get to feel the sun on my skin. Um, uh, There were five young adults that lost their lives that night. And there were many others that were injured. And so I try to really think about how lucky I am to be here, how grateful I am to be able to do the things that I love to do, to cook, to um, write, to you know, watch a movie with my girlfriend. Those are all things that I love to do. And I'm very grateful that I have, that I'm afforded the opportunity to do so. Um, those those are the things that I'm so grateful for and that I love doing.
0: Do you remember the times that you were frustrated and not just thankful for life?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't talk about it very often because... Uh, yeah. It's difficult, right? But there were so many times at the hospital where I would yell at my parents, "Let me, let me go! I don't, I don't want to live this way. This is no way to live." Um, and I was angry at the world. I was angry at the situation that I was in and the cards that I was dealt. Um. So yeah, I, I remember being very, very angry at everything—friends, family, you know, God. I was just kind of an angry person for a good little while. Um, And it took a, you know, good therapy. It took some good time to get to a point where um, I am now. But I I think it's important for people to remember that, like, I didn't just wake up super duper happy about everything. It took a good amount of time, a good amount of therapy, and, you know, finding myself and finding my faith.
0: Was there a point that you turned the corner that you remember?
1: Yeah, it was in the hospital and it was one of the first times that I can remember learning about Haley and David. Those are my roommates that that passed in the fire. Um, It was probably January timeframe or so. And um, it clicked in my head that my roommates had passed and that I was here. And how how lucky w- was I to be here? Um, and, and so it was at that point in time that I started living my best life, as I like to say, you know, the life that I, I get to live. Um, and, you know, a good portion of that is in, in honor of them, right? It's in honor of those that um, didn't get that chance or weren't afforded that opportunity. And so on my darkest days, I try to remember that I'm here. And there is so much to be grateful. Um, And that's how I try to turn my focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: That's a beautiful reminder. And I love that you talk about your therapy and that you've invested in yourself that way. What are other things that you do investing in yourself to keep you positive?
1: Oh, I love talking about this. So it's so important to invest in yourself. It's little things, right? Like, you know, I really enjoy taking a nice hot bath, doing a facial, you know, giving myself that time. And when I'm very depressed or when I i am not giving myself a lot of grace, I don't do those things. And so I think it's important to find ways to honor yourself, wow. honor your body. Um, so that that that's my, like, little nugget of wisdom is to honor yourself, honor your body, and find ways to, like, um, be grateful for who you are in, in your darkest moments. And that usually helps me turn a corner to – um, get out of my depressive funk or move towards a more positive light. I
0: think it's so interesting that you call it honoring yourself to take a bath or relax or there are so many of us that are so bad at self-care.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's funny. I think we feel guilty, right, for taking care of ourselves, right? Like, you are a mother to two wonderful kids. You have a great husband. And so sometimes I would imagine it's difficult for you to go, you know, I'm really wanting to take a nice bubble bath with, you know, maybe a glass of Chardonnay. Yeah. It, that, that's that's self-care, right? But, you know, you're also wrapped up in, hey, did it's my do son list. do his homework? Did my daughter practice her piece? I Where's mean, my husband?
0: <laughs> I'm feeling personally attacked. I feel like you just know that I needed a self-care motivational podcast and you're turning it on <laughs> me because you know it's my problem. No, oh, no. I just, you know, I know I'm you pretty kidding. well. <laughs> I, you, don't, you know me way well. Yeah. Uh, you know, the group that I was speaking to just recently was a group of women and I, they were all talking about how self-care is a problem. Their number one takeaway from our conversation uh in our hybrid Mm -hmm. workshop keynote was I've got to be better at taking care of myself. Like Mm -hmm. and I and you know, I talk about all the time if the oxygen masks are to fall from the ceiling, what do we hear when we are on a plane? Mm -hmm. Put yours on first. Because if you're dead, you can't help other people. Like, period end of story. I but I I sit here and I talk about it and I encourage other people, Mm -hmm. similar to you. Like, how can I, how can we? pour from an empty cup, you can't, but I also struggle to put it on my calendar. And you know what? Something even for me is blocking off time to work out even, yeah. like and, and and then not giving that time up when a client who canceled, who needs back in my schedule and, and maybe, Oh, well, I, I could take me off the list and put them on. That's hard. It's hard.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I talk, we talk about in therapy all the time and it's, you know, it's one of the things that I like to think about is we all have an emotional backpack, right? With our weights of daily life, you know, the kids, my husband, the dog needs to be fed, all these emotions, right? And we're dealing with those emotions. It's like little rocks in our backpack. But far too often, and it happens to all of us, what do we do but take other people's emotional rocks and emotional burdens and add it to our back? And add it to our backpack until our shoulders are so heavy. And then we realize that we're not even taking care of ourselves. We're not even taking care of the rocks in our backpack, yet we're trying to unload from others. So it's so important to take care of yourself so that you yeah. can help other people.
0: Yeah, it's hard to do. You, you have to make time for it. Mm-hmm.
1: And okay, you so got to remember that you're worth it.
0: That I was going to say, what, how do you remember that? How do you, how do you pour, put in time into your schedule to, to do that? Zach, what does it look like for you?
1: Uh, you know, for me, self-care is um, it's lotion because as a burn survivor, you have to put lotion on all the time. It's um, and this is a holdover from the hospital. It's taking care of my lips and my teeth and, and you know my facial and skincare stuff. Uh, sometimes self-care is reading a really good book uh, with a, a nice cup of coffee. And so it doesn't always have to be, you know, actively taking care of yourself. Sometimes self-care is, Pouring back into your cup, what you gave to others, Mm. giving yourself that time, that grace, that little reminder that you're worthy of love, that you're worthy of your own time. Right. Mm. I think that that's super important to remember.
0: Well, of of course it speaks right to my soul. You're incredible. I love that reminder. So walking into 2024, we're all setting goals. We started that way. 2024 goals. What do they look like? Self-care should definitely be on our list.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, honoring yourself should be on that list as well, which kind of coincide with you know self-care.
0: Mm-hmm. What does that look like? What do you mean when you say honoring yourself? Tell me more.
1: Okay. So for me, it's really easy for me to give love to other people, right? Like I love doing acts of service. I like making a cup of coffee. I love making my mom a pot of coffee because I know she's going to drink it, right? So pouring time into yourself is making a glass of tea for me. Oh, I'm going to bake cookies because I want to. And so it's just kind of finding things and finding ways to honor yourself, honor yourself in the highest form of um, loving yourself because honor and love kind of go hand in hand in that way. And so it's just, and it's kind of different for each person. It's Mm -hmm. just finding the balance of what works for you, you know?
0: Well, and what I'm hearing you say is doing the things we would do for other people for ourselves, yeah, absolutely. If I would make my mom a pot of coffee. Maybe I should make myself a pot of coffee. Or
1: yeah,
0: i If I'd encourage my kids to take a bath, maybe I should encourage myself to take a bath.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's super important, right? I think for me at least, it's so much easier to. Oh, mom wants a cup, a pot of coffee. Okay, I'll make it for her. But you know, I was also craving a pot of coffee, but I wasn't going to make it until. So in that sense it's like okay that's lovely that i do that sort of thing but sometimes give back to yourself you have poured into others. Okay
0: so beautiful ideas i want to hear more about the impact of that though because i know for you you kind of you shifted mindsets at one point in your life <laughs> with loving yourself and trying to come to terms with where you are and being happy with who you are. So in the realm of learning to honor yourself and, and just love yourself, what goals have you set for yourself in moving forward?
1: Uh, positive self-talk. That's number one, right? Okay. Um, we all have our own internal monologue and our own you know, self-voice, right? And it's important to remember that the voice that we speak to ourselves with is the voice that is going to impact us. If you think negatively about yourself, you're going to behave negative. It's so important to, in your own mind, give yourself grace, give yourself love, give yourself time. Mm. It's important to remember that, you know, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect and no one is. And so it's I at least I judge myself archer for the things that I don't do or do do. And I shouldn't think that way. I should be able to say, okay, today was difficult. We slept up. We had a few extra sodas. Or today was difficult. You slept until two. Don't be angry at yourself. Give yourself that grace and we work on it.
0: Mm, what does working on it look like for you? How do you navigate oh, that next
1: step? A great question. It's setting up goals and affirmations and um, ways to uh, deal with that. Um, you know, for me, I have a really hard time sleeping you know naturally i'm a i'm a so i sleep in sometimes so what i do if i do sleep in is okay what can i do today that will make me feel productive and make me feel good about myself and make me feel like okay you slept in but you know the dishes are done the dogs are clean dinner's prepped still get my chores done even though i slept in a little bit so it's that balancing act of all right i slept in but look at all the other stuff i did or even
0: I love that. I love that you're tallying for yourself. <laughs> so good. I love that. One of my yeah. favorite things that you have uh, shared with me that I, I just have taken on. And I, you know, when I started my entrepreneur journey, I took it on a little bit. But when you said it, I was like, "Well, that's exactly what it is." Said better, and that is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because okay. hard spaces, challenging spaces suck sometimes when I, when I don't know how to navigate them and I feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why, why did I think I could do this? The uncomfortables mm-hmm. can become overwhelming. But when you said, I've just gotten really good at being comfortable in the uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, that's life. That's what I like to think life is. Life is a beautiful, fickle thing that's a little difficult. And, and that's the honest to God's truth, right? So you have to kind of be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm. Um, you know, if there's a group of flowers that are budding, uh, the strongest one tends to be the one that grows from difficulties. The one that is in the hard soil or around the rocks. It grows stronger and its roots are stronger. So I think that's an important reminder in our own lives that when it's getting difficult, you know, maybe it's for a reason. Maybe it's so that we can grow stronger and better. Oh, in our wow. coming days,
0: that's so beautiful. Well, you definitely are stronger. I mean, you were always strong. You were always incredible. I always thought those things about you. But when I when I sit down and have conversations with you now, it's hard to not walk away motivated. It's hard to not feel like, man, if Zach can do the hard things he's doing, I really can do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I appreciate that about you a lot. You're really good at. Uh, positivity and, and I, and I know that you don't always have positivity at the top of your brain. I know that you have to work at that. So for those of us that are maybe sitting in a struggle space and we're having to work at it, um, uh, mm-hmm. what tips do you have?
1: Oh, uh, I'd say, you know, it's important to remember that, um, we're humans, we're faulty by nature. And, um, I think it's much easier for all of us to give into others what we would want to be given to ourselves. And so in that same vein re- remember that all that you're giving to someone or to people or to multiple groups you need to also give to yourself. You know, you give time to your job, to your friends, to your family, but you need to give that time back to yourself. You know, you can't water your uh, your, your uh, garden if your cup's empty.
0: Yeah, just back to self-care. I love that you I love that you've conquered that. Go you. Yeah. Go you. It's,
1: a, it's important. Go me, right?
0: <laughs> I know. I know. And now, I mean, you you are a positive light and you are speaking for Sons of the Flag. Tell us a little bit about your Sons of the Flag journey.
1: Oh, so yes, Sons of the Flag. Uh, it's an incredible organization. Um, when I was in the hospital, actually, the uh, lead fire investigator, his name is uh, uh, Les Stevens. He had told my parents about this organization that takes care of burn survivors um, and at that time, you know, my parents were just trying to get day to day healthcare situated and it was at the back of their mind. Um, and then in 2019, 2020, when COVID started shutting down hospitals and surgeries and X, Y, and Z, um, we reached back out to this amazing organization. And the first thing that the CEO at the time, Ryan Bergman, said was, We got your six. We got your six, Zach. Um, and that's when my healthcare journey started with them. Um, I've gone down for three separate procedures, probably five surgeries each. Yeah. Uh, That's that's one of the cool things they do is for every surgery, they do three to four procedures. So first one they did was they fixed my lips, my nose, my eyes. They started rebuilding my ear and then fat cell injections to my back, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Next one, they worked on my right hand on getting me this thumb Pretty cool stuff.
0: It is so cool. It's pretty dang button cool. I think have and writing and I mean you're you're awesome. It's pretty Sorry. dang cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, let you keep telling the story. I just wanted to talk about how cool it was.
1: <laughs> but that was one of the coolest things was the doctor there, his name was Julian Prevos, um Australian man, you know, thick accent. He said, I'll get you to hold a beer. That was his thing. Said, I love
0: that. <laughs> Priorities.
1: Priorities. Priorities. You don't need to button your pants. Just hold a beer just a little beer. Um, so he did that surgery. Um, and, uh, the last time that we went down there, it was for, you know, betterment of care. So on my back, you know, full thickness, third degree burns, it was just bone. So it was very uncomfortable to lay down. It was very uncomfortable to fall asleep. And so they did, um, what is known as reverse liposuction, where they took fat cells from one area of my body, moved them to my back and, You know, I, you know, I lay pretty comfortably now and I sleep without pain. So betterment of life and and betterment of healthcare. It's pretty amazing.
0: So I know that you count those kind of like as one, two, three, but they were five surgeries. How many surgeries total have you had?
1: 37 or 38, um, I believe is is the number that we're at right now.
0: Okay. I was thinking 36. I was wondering how off I was. Okay. 37
1: or 38. Yeah. A lot of surgeries. Uh, that's a lot of surgeries, right? It's a it's a lot of surgeries. I think that's more than most people have
0: in their yeah, lifetime. I think so. Yeah, you're yeah. incredible. Okay, yeah. so Sons of the Flag, they took care of those pieces, and now you work for them, getting to speak for them and fundraise for them, uh, and you're an asset to them, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope I can be. Um, yeah, I love what I get to do with them. So. Um, I travel around the country and I raise money for burn survivors and burn-related research. One of the things that I don't think a lot of people realize is that there's a huge discrepancy in birth, burn healthcare. Mm. Uh, there's less than, I believe, 200 accredited burn surgeons in the entire United States. Wow. So that's that's the entirety of all 50 states. That's, you know, four per state if I'm doing my math right. And, you know, yeah. there's something like 500,000 burns per year. So there's there's a huge discrepancy, right? So as well as taking care of burn survivors, we're also creating the next generation of burn surgeons, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. And that's what uh, fundraising and public speaking kind of goes to.
0: Yeah. So do you love the public speaking part?
1: Oh, It's my favorite thing in the world. It's awesome. I I, uh, get to make a living with what I love doing, which is, is a rarity, right? But yeah, I love public speaking. I love getting up in front of crowds. Most people would say that that's their worst fear, but I know. um, I love it. I love it. It's great. It's fun. I get to kind of, you know, share my story and share why it's important that we're doing what we do, which is, you know, pretty awesome. And, you know, hopefully along the way we create, you know, a public knowledge of fire safety and create a better, safer tomorrow our better, safer future for those that are coming behind us. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So thinking back through uh, our goal setting for 2024 and taking on the positivity of Zach Sutterfield, the self-care tips and tricks that we've gotten uh, the reminders that you need to honor yourself and love yourself because you're worth it. What, what other words of wisdom do you have for those of us that are just hanging on to your every word?
1: <laughs> uh, you know, if people can take away a few things from me, I would say, you, you know, um, give yourself grace, fall in love with life and fall in love with yourself. Find a community that loves you and that you love. And um, yeah, just, you know, life is such a fickle and rare thing. I think that that's the other thing that people forget sometimes, like how grateful, you know, you look at the the expansive universe and, you know, we're this floating blue rock in space and we get to live a life with beautiful and wonderful things. So how lucky are we, right? Um, I would say that to remind people that, you know, even on your darkest days, you know, a light shall come. It's always darkest before the dawn, right? I
0: love that. Disgratefulness. Gratefulness yeah, grateful. for being here. I love that. Well, I'm grateful for you uh, and your willingness to share your story and your wisdom. You are so wise beyond your years, and I'm—I just—I love you dearly. I think that you're an incredible human being, and I'm so blessed to have been a part of your journey and you a oh, part yeah.
1: of. Mine. I love you so much. I hope that that I you know it's palpable, right? I. It, I love you, just like your family. And so sorry about it, but you're not getting rid of me anytime soon, okay?
0: I love that. I love that so much. You're an incredible human being. Okay, so I hope you grabbed those three key takeaways. And I hope you're thinking about those as you are maybe goal setting for 2024, maybe just finding a focus for 2024. It doesn't have to be a New Year's resolution because I I know everyone has mixed emotions about that. But uh, making sure that you focus on you is the message that I hear um, from Zach the most in taking care of your own head and heart. And Zach, it wouldn't be the end of a podcast if you as the guest did not give us a challenge for the week. So Zach, what do you challenge us with this week?
1: I challenge you to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Find that thing or that, um, that goal that you've kind of pushed to the corner because you're scared of it. Look it in the eyes and give it your best shot. And and remember that, you know, you didn't learn how to walk without falling. And that's the important bit. You're gonna fall, you're gonna fail. Get up and try again. Well, that's beautiful.
0: I needed that. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw that into my whole year. Screw the week challenge. We're throwing that I into their whole so. year. Lee, <laughs> you're incredible. Oh man. Okay, so your favorite quote from someone else. I know you've given us a couple. Uh, with part one and part two, but what do you want to end us with? Oh, uh, I know we talked about your dad's quote.
1: Too easy.
0: Too, too easy. easy. I think I, I end
1: with dad's quote. Too easy.
0: I um, I love that so much because, hold on, we have to share the memories of, attached to that. So funny story about us. The the you always said too easy, and and as mm-hmm. a high school kid. I'm like, too, th- who is this kid? I'm like, can you, can you learn this by this date? Yeah, too easy. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, we'll see. All right, everything was always too easy. And then there was a time that Zach Sutterfield and your buddy BK were supposed to load my bags into the car for <laughs> the bus for me. <clears throat> now we're telling good stories. You're supposed to load my my bag into the bus and they got my purse, which is great but they did not get my bag. And we were staying for an overnight trip. And I'm like, we get all the way checked into the hotel. I'm like, where's my bag? Like (laughs) (laughs) the guys are like, well, we loaded your purse. And I'm like, well, I can't change clothes out of my purse. Where's my bag? So they had forgotten my bag. And Zach calls his dad, who then says, too easy. I'm like, but it's not too easy. I have the keys to my car, but uh, lo and behold. Uh, my bag did show up an hour and a half down the road or two hours, wherever we were. I don't even remember. Uh, there comes my bag via Carl Sutterfield. And from then on, everything became too easy. And I remember in the hospital, that was kind of the mantra too, is okay. Too easy, too easy. Mm -hmm. And it was never really the truth. It was never, it was never too easy. It was, Uh it was always going to be challenging, but it, it does loop straight back to the thing that I feel like you've talked about the most, and that is mindset. It has got to be a part of our mindset. Not that we're telling lies to ourselves, but that we are challenging ourselves in a way that's more positive than negative. So in honor of Carl Sutterfield, too easy, too
1: easy, too easy y'all, whatever life's challenges are, you know, it's too easy
0: and you can't look back better. in the eyes. And hear him say that and challenge him on that because he's had more challenges than most people I know. So I hope your 2024 is incredible. Zach, thank you for starting us off so strong. You are such a gift.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. And um, I hope that, you know, whoever is listening or watching can take away some great and insightful things for their upcoming year.
0: Yep. All right. Thanks. I can't wait to do it again. All right. You guys have a good week. See you next week. Hey, thanks for listening and being my people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did hook me up with a five-star review and as always, don't forget to subscribe to the people priority podcast. So you don't miss out on more tips, tricks, and important reminders. I'll see you next week.